Dun, dun, dun. And just like that, we are back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Why I Meditate podcast. This is your lovely host, <laughs> Mr. Antoine Adams, and we are back. We are back. Welcome. If you're new, please, 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 please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to our official YouTube channel at Why I Meditate Podcast. And for all of my return listeners, what? <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gents. Episode four of Why I Meditate Podcast. Wow. 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 Hope everyone is doing incredible on this beautiful, mindful Monday. Um, wow, I'm still in awe, man, and I'm not going to get on my soapbox tonight, but glory be to you, God. Super, super, super grateful. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Thank you for all of the folks who have been connecting with me on my social media Greatly appreciate it. Who've been connecting with us on our official pages, Why I Meditate Podcast. Again, like, follow, subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Why I Meditate Podcast. And we're going to get right into it on this lovely Mindful Monday. Tonight, we are talking about the two C's. Two C's. The two C's, the two C's, these two incredibly powerful words that happen to begin with the letter C. Choices and control. Choices and control, which is one of the many reasons why I meditate. Just a quick, very brief backstory on tonight's topic. In just preparing for this episode, usually I tend to like to allow the discussion topics to, you know, come about organically. Um, yeah, I appreciate that rawness of having you know, a topic that I choose organically instead of overly preparing because then I feel like, damn, like I'm reading from a script. Don't really like that. So, yeah, choices and control, the two C's, choices and control. When I first begin my meditation journey, and if you have not, you can hear all about that on... Episode one, <laughs> episode one, the beginning. But yeah, when I first started my journey, I simultaneously had just begun going to therapy on a consistent basis. And so one particular day, I'm in a session, shout out to my lovely therapist, Awesome therapist. Uh, and 
one of my sessions, I was literally going off. Like, <laughs> and just every single problem, quote unquote, that I thought existed in my world, I was going off about them and people and they and this, they and this, they and this, they and this. So, as my, as my session, excuse me, progressed, and once I was, you know, my balloon was deflated and I was all out of all of the shitload of crap, that, you know, I was babbling about. My therapist looks at me and says, are you done? And not in a, look, tongue twister. <laughs> not in a facetious way or a condescending way. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And he said, well, Antoine, you described to me a lot of problems that you have no control over, you know? And in that moment, I'm like, hmm, really? <laughs> so you mean to tell me all of my family issues and baggage and all of my this and they I have no control over? And I sat with that. And at this time, you know, I'm looking perplexed because I'm like, hmm, kind of never thought about it in this context. So he explained, he said, yeah, you know, you are only in control of you at the end of the day. Um, yes, problems arise. Folks get on your nerve. Um, shit happens, but ultimately you have choices and how you choose to respond to these adverse things, again, not diminishing how sometimes a lot of stuff impacts us in a very harsh and negative way. But underneath all of that, just to shift the perspective a bit, underneath all of that, um, that choice and how we respond to the, those adverse events and things and people. And that is one session that sat with me a lot because from that day forward, you know, I was challenged. You know, my therapist really challenged me to actively and in a real meaningful and conscious way focus on how I respond to things. And even in his words, it's something that always stuck with me. Like, hmm, I have a choice. 
And just to bring a little bit more depth into the conversation, in the conversation I was having with my therapist, um, to be specific, I vividly remember him concluding with, yeah, the choice is yours. And you can either choose, you know, to assess what role you play, what do you actively have control over to these particular situations and occurrences. And you can choose. Um, but if you're responding the way that you're responding now, um, how does that align with your goals and where you want to be in your interpersonal goals? And he said clear as day in a very clear cut way, not really working for you, you know, this method that you're using and how you're going about choosing how you respond to certain things. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, damn. <laughs> Literally stepped all on my little toes, my little piggies. And I'm like, hmm, but it gave me something to think about. And how that ties into mindfulness, 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 how that ties into mindfulness. In going about my everyday life now, because trust me when I tell you, the more you progress on this journey of self-empowerment and healing in a really meaningful, holistic way, um, the more challenges you will face. And not to discourage anyone, but it's not for the faint at heart, you know, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication um, along this path. And so from that day forward, I begin to take heed to what my therapist suggested. And again, how that ties into mindfulness because in not just meditating, but trying my absolute best to live a very mindful life, being mindful of how I respond to certain things and situations and how much energy I invest in those responses is a choice, it's a personal choice. And along this journey of just having that time to sit and meditate and just be in the moment and observe some of those thoughts that, you know, linger, <laughs> that present themselves, you know, when fear pokes its stinking, dirty, filthy, nasty head out and just observing, you know, some of the some of the stuff that folks do intentionally or, or unintentionally to get it underneath my skin, 
piss me off, make me mad, et cetera, et cetera. I realized that, hmm, Dr. T was right. <laughs> it's a choice. And again, mindfulness is all about attention, strengthening that attention muscle through mindfulness meditation, being mindful of our present moment and what's happening. It's all about attention. And it's like the attention and energy I was given to these things, you know, as I'm sitting and just in my space and meditating. And like I said, when these thoughts would arise, I'm like, okay. But in spite of what this person is doing, what they said, and all the other type of bullshit that really don't matter at the end of the day. One, I am in full control of how I respond. And I know, I know, I know, I was once one of those people too that wasn't quite on that bandwagon because I thought for sure this little mofo that cut me off and saw me, you know, driving as safety as possible, my signal on, surely he made me mad. <laughs> surely he is the reason why my morning started off on the wrong foot. Surely. It ain't no such thing as, you know, I'm in control. Nah. But real talk, just think about how irrational that sounds. Literally sit with it. Like think about how irrational it sounds that someone outside of yourself is in control over your response. Literally, over how you respond when you are in your body. <laughs> and I guess one of the biggest realizations also was how just as a culture and a society as a whole, we never have these sort of, you know, meaningful conversations about, hey, you mean to tell me I'm in control of my thoughts? I'm in control of how I respond? I'm in control, period? And it's like, hell fucking yes, bro. Like, you, you, it starts with you. <laughs> It begins with you. Yes, Sally and Sue and James and whoever else is doing their own things. And yes, it may be a point in and at a place in time to where these things sometimes just blatantly pisses us off and makes us angry. But again, control. I have, I have just given these people or this thing control over not only my response, but in real time, my day, my mood, how I'm feeling. And it's like, it's time to take that control back, sis. It's time to take control, like, dead ass. And just literally practice and it's and it's a daily practice it's a it's a daily practice because shit will happen 
stuff will happen. Bad things will happen. But again, you're in control of how you respond to those things. And if it's not aligning with the inner peace that you want to feel, the happiness you want to experience, the joy you want to experience, then my advice is to <laughs> take your one minute, take whatever time that you need to remind yourself of the choice you have. Like, is it really going to matter tomorrow that, you know, whatever that it is, you know, can't really think of a scenario, but so much stupid shit that we, we focus on that has nothing to do with nothing. And it don't matter. It don't matter. And I believe sometimes just because, like I said, one, we really haven't been taught that, you know, we live in a blame world. It's always somebody else's fault. This person did, or it's always this and they. More times than none, we give our power away when we let them make us mad or we let that make us angry or upset. And it's like, nah, you only going to get this day once. Tomorrow is something that we are, we're not promised. In every single moment, that's the only time we are alive. So choose and invest your time wisely. You know, the choice is yours. You can choose how you react or respond. Like I said, if you need to take 15, 10, 20, whatever time you need to gather yourself, go somewhere quiet, just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Speak over your life. Speak what you want to see. Remind yourself that you are powerful. You are in control. And that brings me to a great quote that I read very, very often to start my day. And I'm going to share it with you guys. I'm going to share this quote with you guys. It's by Ms. Lynn Kayashi. Hope I'm pronouncing her last name correct. But she says this, we can't always control the people, events, or circumstances that surround us, but we can control the way we choose to respond to them. No person or thing has the power to make us angry or scared or frustrated. These are simply ways we choose to respond. And I, like I said, I try my best to read that every single day. I try my best to remind myself that every single day, I try my best to remind myself that no person has that much power over me. You know? And I am in direct alignment with my creator at all times. At all times. And however you believe in however you identify with the creator, whatever you call he or she, know that God is always present and with you. And most importantly, you are in control. <laughs> you are in control. You are in control. You are in control. None of the stuff that we sometimes shift our attention to and allow to get underneath our skin has power over us. 
And I'm encouraging you to, in those moments, take your power back. You know, take your power back. It ain't worth sitting in the only time that you're actually alive. You know, sadly, we get so caught up in the past and we get way, way, way too caught up in our future that we forget about, like, right now, which is the only time, like, we are actively alive and present in our life. Like, is it really worth spending this day or this moment hovering over whatever negative feelings that are there? Again, they may be there. Back to mindfulness. It's not about, you know, pushing those negative thoughts away or those negative things away and, you know, operating from some level of fake positivity. Um, no, it's about recognizing just that. Okay. This, this person or thing that I find adverse is actively present. Now, is my attention going to be placed on this and I'm going to allow it to clog my memory, my focus, my attention? Or am I going to see it, recognize it, hey boo, and still go within, <laughs> proceed about my day? Uh, back to the B. The B. Episode, what was that? Episode two? Look, I'm on the fourth episode and I'm sitting here like, you know, I'm on my motherfucking second season. <laughs> Referencing episodes. Like, but nah, for real. We talked about that um, in Let It Be, episode two. So that's all for me on this lovely Mindful Monday. Remember your two C's. Control and choices. Yes, you have choices in how you respond and you have total control over your response. And before we leave, I don't want to leave, but I got to go right now. I want to share you with you guys <sighs> one of my favorite favorite, my absolute favorite, Miss Erica Baidu records from one of my favorite Erica Baidu albums, Mama's Gun that just turned 20 years old a few days ago. And that song happens to be Didn't You Know? And I would sing it. Fuck it, I'm going to sing it. Didn't you know, didn't you know? Get, <laughs> I'm going to sing it. That song, just the lyrics in that song. And that's another thing, which is an episode in a conversation for another day about just being, you know, fully present in life and also mindful consumption and and I'm not just talking about like food and what we eat and what we consume I'm talking about consumption of everything we intake music television what we read all of that um but along this mindful journey I begin to really really listen to the lyrics of the songs that I would listen to and 
this record, although like I've been in love with it for many, many, many years, like it means something now totally different in this stage of my life. And at the end of the song, Mama Badu says, free your mind and find your way. There will be a brighter day. And not to get all deep, because we at the conclusion, child, you know I can stay here for another 20 minutes and we ain't doing that. <laughs> we got to keep it, we got to keep it, um, got to keep it pimping, got to keep it moving. But those few lines alone just always reminds me that the importance of literally our mind in observing our thoughts. Because sometimes our thinking alone can be our fucking biggest hindrance. Just with the thoughts we think alone can be our biggest hindrance. And it always reminds me of that, you know, as the song is concluding, those three lines, like, all right, boo, in this moment, you know, do just that. You know, take heed to what's on your mind. Listen to it. And not only that, finding your way, I also think, for me, it, it signifies the importance of that gut thing that we sometimes don't listen to. Unfortunately, that intuition, that inner voice that is always guiding us. And I feel like that's our ultimate guide, essentially. And like I said, unfortunately, we don't always, you know, listen to where it's taking us. But it reminds me of that as well. Like, everything you need is right here inside you. You know, as we evolve... Yes, it will be scary and uncomfortable leaving our comfort spots and zones and networks. Yes, sometimes along this journey, we will feel completely lost and deserted. But if we take a time to free our mind, just sit, be present, and allow our intuition, our spirit, that inner voice, that inner man to guide us through whatever, you know, or wherever our path is taking us that the horizon will be great, will be beautiful. And that's all I have for you guys on today. Again, I'm encouraging you to remember, you got choices, bro. You got choices, sis. And you're in control. You are in total control. You are in total control. Be very, very mindful. Be very, very, very mindful of how you choose to respond to things that are sent specifically to disrupt your inner peace. And much peace, love, and light to you all. Please, if you have not already, 
follow us on Instagram at Why I Meditate Podcast, on Facebook at Why I Meditate Podcast, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Why I Meditate Podcast. And until next time, people, <laughs> stay in peace, stay encouraged, and I'm out.